question for you. I have an answer. Do you have student debt? No. Zippo? Zippo. Zippo? I am watching a show on Dropout um, called Total Forgiveness, and it's with Allie and Grant, Grant O'Brien and Allie Beardsley. I've never heard of either of those people. They both work for College Humor. They write sketches, and they're on, well, Allie's on D20 most of the time. Grant usually does sketch. And the pitch of the show was that they would each challenge each other to certain, like, stunts or weird things that they had to do. And progressively, as the show goes, they earn money. So the whole pot is $70,000. That's the whole pot. $70,000, please. (laughs) That's the whole pot that they get. And they, it increasingly goes up. So it started at $500, and it ultimately ends up at $10,000 on the last episode. But they have to come up with things that the other person has to do. And if the other person can't do it, then they get the money. Mm. So they are increasingly making, like, worse and worse things for each other to do. So the very first episode, Allie had to call their um, ex from Holland while eating Thai chilies. For 30 minutes. Oh, no. Uh-huh. And then Grant had to conduct an interview with a student loan attorney um, while uh, having leeches <gasps> attached to him. No. Absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> and so even after the first episode, Sam Rich comes in and the director is like, I just wanted to show you the, the show that you greenlit. And it's... Allie laying on the floor and they are like dying from the chilies that they had eaten. And Grant is like covered in blood. Like he wore a red or he wore a white shirt and they like put gauze on him. But leeches have an anticoagulant. Yeah, I know. Leeches disgust me. And so you just keep bleeding. And so he just like bled through the gauze and like bled through his shirt. (laughs) So Sam was like cool (laughs) and they earned five hundred dollars for that and it just gets like progressively ramped up Mm -mm. um and before this i was singing oh say can you smell and uh one of the things that Allie had to do is they had to sing the national anthem at a minor league baseball game and they don't sing like Allie does not sing and they got I would say a third of the words wrong. Oh no! <laughs> but that wasn't like the prompt. You didn't have to get them wrong. Like you. Oh no! Wrong. She just didn't know it. They just didn't know them. Yeah. Oh yeah. no! Very funny. It is a very good show. I'd rather do that though than the leeches. Yeah. The the they made Grant do the leeches. They made Grant um stay in his teeny tiny. 300 square foot apartment with seven relatives for a weekend what is wrong with this with with Allie because like that's just mean oh oh Grant <laughs> Grant did some stuff to um Grant made Allie publish their diaries and then do a reading there's gotta be a line there like, <laughs> geez yeah the funny part is is Allie just keeps on like becoming cooler like uh the funny, the first, like, I think it's the second one that Grant makes Allie do is they have to go get their hair dyed, like, emerald green and get, like, a orange tan so they look like an Oompa Loompa. Oh, no. And then they had to go get like, their, driver's, green? That's their, not so bad. their driver's license picture taken. 
Yeah. But oh, it's it's no. it's fascinating because it's really highlighting the uh the student debt crisis in America because each of them has like a crap ton, right? Like Yeah. I think Grant he has like 95,000. Holy crap. And then um Allie, they have like I think it was like 60, 60,000, something like that. And uh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I was like it it hits you and it, the funniest part is is they like went and talked to their friends and all of their friends who have no student debt are like why would you do this like this stupidest fucking like why would you subject yourself to that right and then every person who has student loan debt is like oh fuck yeah like are you guys gonna do <laughs> another season where like like people can apply to do this that'd be cool because that's how bad it's gotten where people are like willing to just do stupid fucking shit to get this off of their yeah like the interest rates are just ridiculous you can pretty much only pay interest yeah it's gotten so bad that you're just going to be paying interest for the rest of your life and that's exactly what they want they want you to just be able to pay interest for the rest of your life and never pay it off i know somebody who said they're just going to pay the minimum payment for the rest of their lives because once they die like they have three hundred thousand because he he went to medical school yeah you're i mean you're talking to somebody who just doesn't pay them you don't pay no. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All of mine are federal. Fuck off. What are you going to do? I, I, don't, I don't know. I've never researched how that works. They can't do anything. It barely affects your credit score because it's federal. Interesting. Yeah. You know they changed they the, can medi- start doing, the medical interest? They can, can start doing you? grievances on my, on my paychecks, but that's like in 20 years, something like that. And actually, it's still on, on pause because of the pandemic. So last year, anybody who was in deferment um, or who was getting their their wages uh, garnered, they had to stop that. And so the Department of Education was not allowed to do it anymore. And actually, the head of the Department of Education that Trump assigned um, got sued because she told the Department of Education, fuck that, still bill them, and was still billing people thousands of dollars. And garnishing their wages. Education in general in this country is just a not a good system, unfortunately. Two trillion dollar across the board. The average American has thirty seven thousand dollars worth of student loan debt that they will never pay off. Yeah, isn't that fucking wild? Yeah, my friend he he pays a minimum payment, and he said, and then. He told his kids, he was like, and listen, when I die and they try to come after you for it, you, you just, you need to tell, you need to make sure you tell them it's not my name. It's not my bill. But it can't, it literally cannot, the student loan debt can't I know. change hands. Yeah, I know. But with the system, it's so rigged. Yeah. They could try and convince you that you got to pay. What's it. absurd is that there are other debts that can. I know. And like he, mortgages can. Yeah. And he's like, uh, not your bill, not your name. Uh huh. Don't touch it. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that insane? Though, yeah. That there are there are debts that do carry. Like yeah. if you die, they're like, oh, your your kids still have to pay it. Yeah, like if dad left me the house, I'd still have to pay it. But yeah, if I refused it, I'd be like, just bye bye. They liquidate it. Yeah, the bank liquid liquidates it. Yeah, yeah. You're like, no, it's not. It's not mine. Yeah, but it's isn't that crazy? Name. I'm not paying it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. No. No. Thank you. But yeah, on Dropout, they have a thing called Total Forgiveness where they're just doing like increasingly stupid things to each other. So they could pay off their student loan uh-huh. debt. Allie had to show up to work drunk every day for five days. 
what is wrong with that? <laughs> I mean, they were in some serious pain by the end of it. Five days in a row. Yes, that's fair. Being hammered five days in a row. Yeah, I've never done that. Yeah. yeah. Like, it would ruin your body. My body's already ruined. <laughs> yeah. These, these, are, these are the things we will go through to, uh, to, pay, to, off student to pay off debt. student loan debt. That sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I went the work for yourself, Miranda. It'll be great, Miranda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Such a glorious time, Miranda. <laughs> no student loan debt, though. No student loan debt. So, And I pay the bills. You so pay the bills. I do pay the bills. That's what you need all to do. All by myself. Speaking about paying for things, we are talking about a movie that you originally had to pay $30. $30. I, I still can't get over Disney doing this. $30. You know, in order thing, to watch it. Thing is, is I was listening to one of my um, Marvel Universe podcasts, mm-hmm. and he was talking about the fact that they're gonna—they're paying it. They are paying it for these movies, and they are not even questioning it at it's all. I'm over here like, dude, like, wild. No, thirty dollars. <laughs> I don't even like. I don't pay that much to go to the fucking movies. Yeah, I'm like, unless I'm having I go a on huge Tuesday, watch party. I go on Tuesday student night, baby. Yeah. Like, oh, they changed it to Tuesday? Okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm going, if I'm going to spend that much money, I'm going to Alamo Draft House and I'm having some beer and really good popcorn. Yeah. Like, no, I don't. Like, unless I'm like having a big event where I'm like projecting it onto a huge screen and everybody's pitching in some money, I'm not paying that. Yeah. Like, and honestly, as far as like moral wise, I probably still wouldn't do that. No. I'd be like, no, I'm you just don't need. Wait. Hey, you don't need to support Disney. They don't need any more than you're already paying for Disney Plus. And they just opened up the parks even more occupationally. Yeah. They so don't. Like, they don't need your thirty dollars. Fucking absurd. Does, ridiculous doesn't make any sense and the movie comes out on dvd before premiere access is over with so yeah. when i was like i'm gonna buy it anyway yeah i could watch it before premiere access and i paid 30 dollars for 4k i also get the downloadable digital hd yeah. and the regular blu-ray mm-hmm. like what yeah i <laughs> Listen, I don't, am I paying $30 for like a no. three-day rent? I don't right? even know how it works. Like, do you get it for the full 30 days? Uh, you get it for the full thing. Like, That's you get it ridiculous. forever. That's ridiculous. But yeah, it's crazy. No. It's absurd. So uh, clearly, if you are listening to this for the first time, you have guessed that this is a um, movie talk show. Ten minutes in. <laughs> Ten minutes in. Um, that we are just two buds to talk about our favorite tv and movies and that is it's like a book club so welcome welcome to our book club this is two (laughs) thoughts for a penny where two buds talk about their favorite movies and tv series i'm will tart and i'm miranda olson and today's movie pick is none other than raya and the last dragon raya and the last dragon now you don't have to pay now you don't have to pay so we decided to do it yeah because i i watched it on the fourth when it came out (laughs) I think I watched it we on very the excited first it. or second. Yeah. I think I watched it on the second. Yeah. So. What uh is was there another animated one that was premiere? Uh was Onward? No, Onward or? never was. Okay. Cuz it came out right before Disney Plus. Right. Right. So, Onward 
Luca is supposed to come out, and Encanto. But is is, supposed is to this come out. the first animated one that was on? I'm thinking. Premiere? I think I think that is correct, because it was Cruella. Cruella Milan. Milan. Um. I don't think there's been another one. Has there not been another one? I'm trying to remember. Disney Plus has been around for so long that I can't remember anymore. Disney Disney Plus has not been around for very long. It's but been around the premiere. It's been around longer than HBO Max has, and HBO Max has already felt like it's been around for a while for me. That's so, true. Um, you know, it, it's it's a wild ride. Twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one have been a wild ride. A slow, slow ride. No, yeah. there is not. Okay, so this, this is, is the, first the first animated. animated. Yeah. Which, um, I thought I, like, I wasn't going to pay $30 for it, but I was very excited when it came out on the 4th to watch. It was I a was very, pretty hyped en- for it. It was a very enjoyable movie. Yeah, I was hyped. I was, I was hyped for it. I yeah. was, I was ready to watch it. And this is, uh, this is not a Disney Pixar. No, it's either. Disney this Animation Studios. Disney Animation Studios. Either so, Luca or Encanto will be Pixar. Which it. I find fascinating that we still are, like doing this thing where we have disney animated studios and disney pixar they're just different artists yeah because pixar is owned by disney at this point they're no longer a partner company yeah um so different different artists yeah i guess so but it feels this movie feels very pixar this movie feels like almost every single movie i can think of yeah because it it took everything from a bunch of movies Yes, like, it's so it is so predictable. Yeah, it's it, so predictable. It's, so and it's predictable. like they literally like took scenes uh-huh. from movies. For it's sure, like Mad Max. Uh-huh. All right. Yep. The Incredibles. All yep. right. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. All right. Yep. Like <laughs> so, but it was a fa- like as a um, family film. I was cool. Mulan was in there too. Yeah, Mulan was one of the big ones. Yeah. But the small ones were like Guardians of the Galaxy uh-huh. and Mad Max and stuff. But uh, as far as like. A family kids film. It's great. It's an incredible movie. It's wonderful. Very yeah. predictable. Very much. Yes. This is how people should be in the world uh-huh. and everything. This yep. is how we grow. And this is what we learned with Lion King uh-huh. and Aladdin and all that. Diversity and coming yeah. together in a one world government. So, yeah, sure. It just didn't have as many like, you know, the Renaissance Disney we're, always had like the we're adult slowly, jokes. We're slowly <laughs> teaching that communism is okay. <laughs> but yeah, but like Renaissance Disney had so many funny adult jokes. Oh, for sure. That you can go back. This movie is not a movie I think I would go back like t- 10 years yeah. from now and rewatch yeah. and be like, as a so. kid, be like, oh, I get that joke. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. It's not like Lion King where you're like, <laughs> that's dirty. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, but yeah, true kid film. Very mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Very good. So. so, um, we can move on to our Rotten Tomatoes. All right. Because I'm sure Rotten Tomatoes has something to say about this. Let's see yes. what it is. What is our synopsis here? Yeah. Go ahead and pause. Check out the Rotten tom- Tomatoes tomato meter. Because I'll get it wrong. Yeah. Because he'll get, I'm it, gonna get it wrong. He's definitely going to get it wrong. I'm going to get it wrong. He's going to get both wildly wrong. And for sure. <laughs> so check it out. And here's the I'm synopsis. I'm going to just start saying 100% on everything. <laughs> Long ago in the fantasy world of Kamandra, humans and dragons live together in harmony. But when sinister monsters known as the Droon threatened the land, the dragons sacrificed themselves to save humanity. Now, 500, year le- 500 years later, 
those same monsters have returned, and it's up to a lone warrior, Raya, to track down the last dragon in order to finally stop the Druun for good. However, along her journey, she'll learn that it'll take more than dragon magic to save the world. It's going to take trust as well. Interesting. If it takes me to trust somebody An that I don't know, the world is done. Interesting <laughs> synopsis. Rotten Tomatoes is getting a little full of themselves on this one. Yeah. Long ago. Long ago. <laughs> long ago, ago in a world. And I'm pretty Kumatra. sure they came up with the long ago part because it literally does a flashback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, so it, we, it tells you the story. We can use long ago, guys. Yeah. They, like, got <laughs> Let's into Let's open it. with that. They're expecting a very deep-voiced man to to read this synopsis for them. Charlton Heston, uh -huh. like in Hercules. There you go, yeah. He should have read that. That would have been dun, good. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it's a good synopsis. Kind of steals from the movie. It's a long one in comparison yeah. to their other ones. It's pretty long. It's pretty lengthy. Um, they don't talk about any of the other characters when there are like fucking a thousand other characters in this film. Right. Um, but okay. Sure. Why not? Oh, well. All right. And now we got to get into our, our rating we system. We got, uh, well, first PG. Kids PG. and family slash animation. Of course. An hour and 47 minutes. Not too long. And released on Premiere Access and in theaters on March 3rd, 2021. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. So, gosh, what is the rating going to be on this one? I mean, it's a Disney film. It's a kid's film. I don't think they're going to pan it. It follows the formula. <laughs> it works, right? They just copy and pasted the formula of every movie. Right. I mean, it fucking works, right? Like, they know the formula. They did the formula. It's got big name voice actors in it. Like, it's not going to be super low. I don't know if they're going to put it in the fresh yet. I'm not sure. Um, but I'm not going to say it's anywhere near, like, the, the 60s or the 70s. I mean, this is 80s to 90s for mm -hmm. sure. Um, maybe because it's not original enough. Or maybe because it has to do with a culture that's not Western. They're not comfortable. That would suck they're if not it got a bad rating because it wasn't a Western film. Right. They're like, but they're not comfortable in critiquing it, maybe. But I'm going to say it hit the 90s. He's doing a deep dive here, guys. He might get close. So I'm going to say 92. Very close. Very close. 93. 95. 95. From wow. the tomato meter. From the tomato meter. And then our audience rating. It's a Disney film. It's a kid's film. I mean, the kids aren't rating it. That's true. <laughs> the Christian moms watching it are rating it. Um, so what would a white woman think about a film about a communist one world? about a dragon and rate this movie on Rotten Tomatoes. It's no way it's higher than 95. 89. I hope y'all stopped and looked <laughs> and then when and then when he gave his answer was like <laughs> you're wrong. It's 100% on audience. It's 97. 97% yeah. on audience. 97. Got it. Everybody loved this film. So the kids actually did rate it. The biggest, the biggest critique I saw from audience and tomato meter people okay. is that it it was very predictable, and it is. It's a very it's e a it's fucking a, kids movie. Yeah, it's an easy story. It is for sure. Like they they went and made an animated movie for kids to watch, where usually we're expecting something like Onward, 
which is an animated film, but it's really talking to an older generation. Like, kids are like, oh, this is a fun booby. Ha ha ha. Yeah. But, like, the messages and all that kind of stuff that happens during it are for an older audience. But this movie is not that at all. No. This movie is not meant for an older this audience. This is, like, like an older accepting audience... that Stranger Danger is, is not okay. Sure. <laughs> and I'm just like, like, no, Stranger Danger. Stranger Danger. It, like, <laughs> an older audience watches this and it's like, oh, okay, I get it. I enjoy right? it. Like, I enjoy it. It's pretty... I, I had a lot it of it is beautiful. It is beautiful. I had a lot of fun watching this on my. I very much on enjoyed my 4K it. TV, but it wasn't but like, like it wasn't like. What's no. Gonna happen yeah. Like no high way. tense. I was just smiling through the whole movie because yeah. it was cute. Yeah. And I was like, even this even would be a fun even one. the turning point. Yeah, you're just like, yep, no. Nope. Knew that was gonna happen. Yep. Oh, knew that was gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. Knew the next was, thing was gonna happen. It was an easy film to watch. Absolutely. So it's it's like it. it's one of those movies where if your kid wanted to watch it seven times. Okay. Okay. Whatever. Sure. You should be choosing Hercules, but sure. okay. Why not? Because like <laughs> I could watch it again and again, and it it would still be good. I'm not gonna get anything more out of it. I'm gonna admire no. its beauty, yeah, aesthetically. And, yeah, and I think, but like, I think most of that is because it's such a quick paced movie, and they're it's very fast. and they're trying to like introduce things and introduce ideas and characters and stuff that like are not for an older audience. They're like simplified. The characters are simplified down for you. I think that this would be an incredible Disney Plus miniseries. Like if they gave it like ten episodes, sure. based around one episode Absolute, for each, for each country part of the and of stuff. Kumatra, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like yeah, I, I was like that. the character development that we could have in this and would be great. The dive in and It'd everything. Be so good. It could and we made it like a little bit more mm-hmm. adult, I'd be like Yo, everybody needs to watch it. It's as good as Julie and the Phantoms. Like, (laughs) yeah, I'd be down with that. So I'm, I'm down. That's what that was my biggest takeaway from it. I was like, I wish it was like WandaVision or Loki or something Mm -hmm. like that. I was Mm -hmm. like, it would be so good, and it's so easy to break apart. And there were so many screenwriters that I was like, it felt like they each got a part and had to stitch it together, and that we lost some of that, lost Mm -hmm. some of the goodness of what it could have been because everybody was writing one script rather than writing ten different scripts. I I feel that. So it's like we missed out, but like it's also a good movie. But also it's good. I mean it got (laughs) high ratings. I'm not surprised about the ratings at all. Yeah. I'm not surprised in ninety five and ninety seven. Like that tracks. Yeah. It followed the formula. It's really pretty. It was a good time to watch it. I enjoyed all of the voice acting. I enjoyed the visuals. Yeah, give it give it a high marks. Yeah, sure. So, um, budget I couldn't find an exact number because most of this stuff was actually done at home. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, like the studios were set up at home mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Which Animators bet, were at home. I bet was expensive. Yeah, I bet the moving when I saw of the budget, I was around, like. Moving stuff around and setting up things for your actors and, yeah. and making sure the sound is all correct and doing all that kind of stuff and not a controlled setting. And just honestly, like a breathtaking um, visual. Mm-hmm. Like it it was, when I saw it, I wasn't surprised, but I was also like, oh. Right. <laughs> so it, I, I found a hundred plus million. Like I never found anything lower than a hundred million. Yikes. But I found a bunch of different things saying it was above a hundred million. Holy. And balls. Mulan was 90 million. Yeah. I do remember that. I don't remember how much they made. animated film? Yeah. A hundred million dollars? But there was like over 40 animators and oh i mean it's it's gorgeous and it's amazing but still 
Yeah. A hundred mil for an animated movie? That's hard to swallow. It's pretty incredible. That's mm-hmm. crazy. So, um, opening weekend, which was the March 3rd, where it would be on in mm-hmm. theaters and HBO Access. And Not HBO. Disney Premiere Access. She's so into the HBO. I really do love HBO. <laughs> I just watched The Conjuring the other day ah. because it just came out, mm-hmm. and it was pretty good. But, um, yeah, opening weekend, Disney Premiere Access and, and in, in theaters. theaters. Eight point five million. That's it. I don't know if this will help them decide we should get rid of Premiere Access. Ow, 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 ouchie. Yeah, that hurts. Because after that, like made to date is one hundred and eighteen point five million. Made to date. Made to date. So I'm thinking like. Hey, are you getting the hint that maybe Ooh. all of that is from the June 4th weekend? <laughs> Probably. So, um, hopefully they're like taking wow. the hint that 110 million of that. I bet, I bet they got a big uptick when like schools let out. Probably. You know? But at the same time, it's kind of like your opening weekend. So it came out when? It was March, March 3rd. 3rd. March 3rd. Yeah, I bet they got a huge, after May 20-something. Yeah. Um, We got out May 25th, but, like, yeah. everything's different everywhere. Some schools still aren't out. Um, I bet they got a huge boost in, in, in their, their marks there because parents were like, fucking sit down, kid. Watch, watch the dragon. Dude, my parents would be like, no, we're waiting till June 4th. Oh, I refuse. You know, you know, <laughs> modern day parents are like, fucking get, yeah. get on your tablet. I'll, I'll spend the $30. Get on your just fucking like, iPad. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, pretty much. My parents would be like, we're going to wait until it comes to the dollar movie theater. Hell yeah, like, dude. Okay, but by dude, then I know the nickel theater was the best. Yeah. Fucking love the nickel theater. I was theater. like, I loved it, but at the same time, if there was a movie I really wanted to see, I had to mm-hmm. wait like a month and a yeah. half. <laughs> Gosh, $8 million. And if it were Scream, I'd have to wait o- over half a year yeah. <laughs> to make it I to know, the dollar right? theater. <laughs> so, yeah. Eight. so million dollars that's it and 110 million but they made it back after they made it back yeah so they've made it at least like we're on 18, profit we're in the red maybe because i saw budgets anywhere up to the 150 million so but they'll make it they'll make no, it back. they will make it they'll make it back they will there's no way it's not gonna fly but, yeah. for sure but wow still eight million on opening weekend take God, the hint disney dang. i love you to death but take the dang. hint. <laughs> hbo max knows what they're doing wow <laughs> they're like you get it for 30 days and then we take it away from you mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah this is how we this, this is, is how we work yeah, you get it for free great. for 30 days mm-hmm. <laughs> and people will people will pay for a subscription if it's a movie that they really want to see yeah and then they'll they, oh i also did read an that article uptick. that said that they didn't actually get very many um signups from this movie really? as an as an incentive well unlike mulan which got a got bunch, a of, bunch of people yeah yeah so yeah so maybe get rid of it yeah, maybe um, get rid of it. HBO knows what they're doing. If you don't have HBO Max, I'm just saying. Yeah. HBO Max like, is pretty good. In the Heights is coming out next week. Like Space we have Jam. Said, <laughs> like we've said before, HBO Max feels like Netflix when Netflix first started streaming servicing. Yeah. And they just keep buying up everything. Like things are disappearing off of Netflix, oh, and then like a dude. few weeks later, you're like, it's on, it's on HBO Max. Okay, cool. Oh, and I okay. mean, listen, HBO Max has got that purple and blue schematic going the, and that is pleasing to the eye 
Like, it's true. It's true. It's just I just good. watched a horror movie opening weekend. Like, it's come very on. good. Yeah. And yeah. we're very excited to be, you know, vaxxed and waxed and ready to get back out to the movie theater. So, yeah, we do want to get to the movie theater. But mm-hmm. right now, it's like, okay, but I can watch In the Heights in my own home mm-hmm. next weekend. And I'm very excited about that. Yeah. I'm also very excited. All so. right. So, that's our prediction, kind of. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about other parts as we go through this because. It's an animated film, so things are different. Things are different. Things are different for an animated film. But we can move into acting. And it's a new film, so. We can move into acting, and we can talk about our voice actors and the people who are in the film and everything like that. So do you want to go down the list, and we can talk about each of our voice actors as we go through it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Okay, so Raya is Mm -hmm. played by Kelly Marie Tran. And the big thing about her, I'm super excited that she got this film because... Mm -hmm. If she can score a Marvel role, she'll be the second person in this world to get the Holy Trinity of Disney, which is oh. um, Star Wars, Marvel, and Disney. Interesting. Like our Mulan princess, mm-hmm. Ming-Na Wen, I think that's what her name is, mm-hmm. who has gotten all three. She's the only person on Earth to have all three. That's super cool. And there's like 15 people that are in the running to get it. They just need one more, right. one of, more of those. Right. But uh, I really like her, and I'm I'm rooting for her to be the next Asian girl to get it, and then it'll just be two Asian women, and they which can is, tell everybody to fuck off. Yeah, which is fucking <laughs> like, rock and roll, dude. They're like, we've been in all three. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> That's badass. So, yeah. I'm excited for her, especially because she had some sort of, like, controversy with the Star Wars trilogy and stuff. Interesting. And just, so I'm just, oh, I remember that I whole I can't remember shit. specifically what but, it was, yeah. but I remember being like, fuck you, like, yeah, come fucking on. fucking people suck, dude. <laughs> That's what it boiled down to. Yeah, it's it was fucking like white, white nerds sitting in their mom's yeah. fucking basement fucking suck. Yeah, it was That's basically it straight up bullying. And yeah. I'm over here like, I thought her character was because, really good. <laughs> because it's the, same, it's the same fucking shit that happened with the fucking prequels. And listen, I'm not going to talk a mad game about the prequels and how I love them or whatever. But they're pretty fucking, like, okay. Right? They're okay. I love then, Revenge of the Sith, Obi-Wan versus Anakin. Yeah, I'll watch that all day. Absolutely. <laughs> and people fucking ragged on... Hayden Christensen. Oh, yeah. For sure. But, like, they ragged on this this new trilogy... Oh, yeah. ...so much just because it was new. Like, just because it wasn't the original trilogy, people were like, it's fucked stupid. And then they're like, oh, there's an Asian chick? Fuck that. I mean, I have my reservations about the sequel trilogy, but, like, I, nothing towards, like, the acting or very anything. very much enjoy the sequels. Like, I, See, yeah, I enjoy I, watching them. I think they're pretty fun. I think they're a good expansion to the universe. They're a lot better than some of the other expansions that we've gotten from different parts of media. So I'm down with that. I do think that the Mandalorian is like top tier of the like Mandalorian Star Wars. Is top tier, right? But, <laughs> and it's also got Mulan in but it. So. Unfortunately, this this amazing actor got caught up in this fucking stupid Not shit. Not even like caught up. She people. even told them off, and we're over here like cheering her on, yeah, and people like, are dragging her yeah. down for standing up for herself, yeah. and we're like. No, she's she's no, in the right. She's, she's absolutely right and yeah. awesome and fucking. So right. I'm I'm really rooting for her to be the next one awesome. to get a Marvel I would film love so to that see she could be in, in all three. Film. Yeah. Um, and she was great in this. She did really good. I the, really the loved voice the character. Really, really on point. Yep. It, I mean, it's something you expect from a Disney animated film, but like, still, it was it was really on point. I liked her inflection in a lot of the ways that she was delivering things. It felt. It felt more human 
less like how you would you would do like those classic animation style voice actors. Yeah. It, it felt more natural of a it's way like to, to Su- act it out. Susan Egan type. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's like nobody knows who that is, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it felt really good. It felt it very felt, natural. I was like, who? Like I was watching the movie and I usually watch the movie with nothing except watching the trailer. Yep. That's pretty much what I do. And I'm listening to the voices and I'm like, who are these people? Mm-hmm. And I got Daniel Day Kim who plays Ba. Yep. And I was like, oh, I love him. There are and a handful in here where you're like, oh, yes. Yeah, and I d- everybody knew Aquafina. Aquafina's the easiest one to pick <laughs> you're out. You're just like, dude. oh, yeah, that's definitely That's Aquafina. just Aquafina. But, um, yeah. They just rolled up to Aquafina's house, and they're like, hey, say some stuff into this microphone. <laughs> just improv it. It's yeah. fine. And that's yeah. what came out. Yeah, so I was really excited to see that, that that it was her. And then I was like, oh, she's been in Star Wars, which means she's... And I actually looked up to make sure, and... Mulan Disney Princess is the only one to have all three. So, that's crazy. I, and I did my research because I was really like, cool, who though. is in the running for this? Yeah. And it's like 15 people. That's like um, <laughs> having the, uh, oh, what is it called? Where you have an Oscar, a Tony, an Emmy, and a, oh, yeah. and a Grammy. It's, it's the Holy Trinity, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I don't remember what it's called. Um, so she plays Raya, and Raya has not been officially made a Disney princess, but she's in the running for it. Um, Would so, she be a princess? Yeah, she's the princess of heart. She's labeled that. She's not, it's not royalty. Like, no, she is royalty. They don't have a monarch system. Mo- Moana's a Disney princess officially because they she's, don't a, she's a... the daughter of a chief. Yeah, she's the daughter a chief of a chief. Is, is, a, is a monarch. Ba is a chief. Ba's not a chief. Yes, he is. He's How is he chief, a chief Benja. He's literally known as Chief Benja. And they all They're come monks. to him. He, he's, he's the ruler of Kamundra when, when this whole movie ends. They all came to him. I don't think that puts him in a. I think we're more in a communist setting at the end of this thing rather than a monarchy setting. Sure, they can say whatever they want, but in the realities of what happens in the film, it's more of a communist thing than it is. It's more of an empire, really. It's multiple kingdoms coming together with their own leaders of each kingdom and bringing it all together into an empire. Yeah, like. They've labeled her a Disney princess. She just hasn't had the official coronation at Disneyland or whatever it is. Sure. But technically, Anna and Elsa are not Disney princesses because they've never had a coronation. Which is stupid because they literally are royalty. Literally royalty. Like actual royalty. But Moana and Meridia have had coronations. And they're Disney princesses. So I don't know. Why not? Which I do know is a big controversy about Moana. Because... Technically, she wouldn't be allowed to be a chieftain. Yeah. Yeah. So. But we all know. She rocking it. She fucking rocking it. <laughs> so, and uh, Moana means, I mean, Raya, sorry. <laughs> Raya um, actually means great in both Malay and Indonesian. Hmm. So. Cool. So she's going to be a Disney princess. All right. Someday. She just hasn't had a coronation yet. Yep. Um, And then we've got. She does have an animal best friend. Yeah. So, like, it all tracks. I did, I did, yes, I love that part. He's, a, he's, he's the, I love, and tuk, tuk. I, tuk, tuk. I love, give me some shell, tuk, tuk. <laughs> and I fucking love the voice actor, Alan Tudyk, <laughs> he's awesome, love it so much, you just much. love anybody that's been in a night's tale though, oh, for sure, <laughs> but I love that this man, this man from Texas, in one of the greatest sci-fi series of all time, Firefly, in A Knight's Tale, went to Juilliard, accomplished actor, has now been in 
two Disney films <laughs> as the animal sidekick. <laughs> Only making animal noises. I'm okay with it. Also, he is up in the running for Holy Trinity because really? he's in Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, he was too. in Star Wars. Yep. Yeah. He, but he, uh, he doesn't talk. No, he hasn't I don't talk. I'm in like any Disney. Wait film. a second. He Tuck just Tuck has a credit. <laughs> he just makes noises. I was very. I was like looking at the cast list and everything. I was like, wait, Tuck Tuck has a. It's Alan Tudyk. Like, yeah, what? it's fucking amazing. <laughs> it's amazing that this man is just voice acting through Disney, making noises like. Yeah, mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I'm cool with that. That's pretty cool. And a yelling chicken. But uh, anyway, back to Kelly Marie Tran real yes. quick. Uh, last tidbit that I've got here for the making of this is that, and you can see it when when you rewatch the film, knowing okay. this is, and it's not official. It's not Disney official. I didn't confirm it anywhere. Okay. Kelly Marie Tran went this casting course, went this character course of being um, romantically attracted to Namari. Like that's how she did. Okay. That's how she ran with the role. Sure. And you rewatch it, and you're like, oh, I can. I can see that. I can see that. Just little inflections and stuff. Um, Pulling on the pigtails. Yeah. Right. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I can see it in a couple of the scenes. I can feel that. It's not like high there. Like it's mm -hmm. not like mm -hmm. over the top there. No, but... but I can see it. The smart, the smarminess. Yeah. Kind of flirtatiously. Yeah. Kind of the eye, there. the eyes. You're just like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. I can see it. Okay. But um, not Disney official. Did not confirm it. They were it. they were in love when they were children. Yeah. Yeah. Love at first sight. Yeah. Until she was betrayed. It's really upsetting. Mm -hmm. This is why she truly has trust issues. Stupid, stupid dumb kid. Pretty dumb, much. dumb. <laughs> Don't fucking do that. Yeah. Stupid. So that's all I got on on Miss Kelly Marie Tran and Raya. Mm-hmm. We got Aquafina. Aquafina. Sisu. We both love Aquafina. Aquafina's great. Aquafina we we've talked great. about Aquafina in length during our Crazy Rich Asians. This also, just still made One. me want to go back to go Southeast Asia. Uh -huh. Like this really just <laughs> yeah. But um, and as soon as she shows up, you're like, oh, there she is. Yeah, and she doesn't even show up until 25 minutes into the film. Yeah, it's like, a, it's a while into it. It's a while, mm -hmm. and all those really good characters never show up until. You know. Oh, it, and then we're like really running. Yeah. We're like by the end of this thing, they're adding characters and we're fucking hoofing it, trying to get new characters into this motherfucker. Yeah, it was a crazy it, amount of characters. Uh huh. Have. But um, yeah, so Aquafina, I didn't really look up a whole bunch on her because I was just like, it's Aquafina. I mean, it's Aquafina, right? We're cool. Like, <laughs> she didn't do anything crazy to change her voice. It's like when um, there are certain voice actors that you're always shocked that you don't know who that voice actor is because they change their voice so much. Yeah. Um, but then there are voice actors who like, we know your voice. We know who you are. Um, like Susan Egan. Like, dude, do you remember the first time you watched Kung Fu Panda? Yeah. Which is a DreamWorks. <laughs> yeah. One. And then Jack Black. It's fucking Jack Black. I mean, he doesn't change his voice at all. He doesn't change his inflection. He doesn't change what? his rhythm of his speech. He doesn't change anything. It's just, just Jack Black. It's as a Jack panda. Black reading the lines for this movie. Yeah, and then we got Eddie Murphy too. Eddie Murphy. Yeah, same right fucking there. thing, You're dude. Just, oh, it's Eddie Murphy. Yeah, it's just Eddie so, Murphy. I'm making waffles. <laughs> uh -huh. Right. We're like fucking Shrek. He just wanted to give him a Scottish accent. That's why Shrek is Scottish. Oh, Michael Myers. Michael Myers was like, I, I don't know. He felt Scottish to me. That's why he's Scottish. Yep. 
can't tell you why, but Michael Myers just did that. And you Michael can't Myers really tell. Is weird. <laughs> you can't tell that it's Michael Myers unless you like know Michael Myers' voice. I think I learned who Michael Myers was through Be- that movie because of Shrek, right? Yeah. And Aquafina is like Jack Black in this thing. Doesn't change how she delivers lines. Doesn't She's doesn't change her inflection. Very much joke deliveries the same. Yeah, Jack Black, Robin Williams, and Eddie Murphy, like yeah. all in oh one. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> and plus absolutely the genie type thing with the Robin Williams uh-huh. and everything. You're just like, yeah, yeah. Seems- don't change. Don't change anything, and it's perfect. It works great. I will say the the only problem I had with her character is like. Because it felt like there were so many script writers, and there were, there's two credited for the official screenplay, but the story's about like 15 people. Yeah, it's a lot. And so you can kind of feel like some jokes really land, and some jokes are like, ah, yeah, okay. Sure. But I definitely think that's because one, we're older, and there is a definite difference in comedy, especially in punchline delivery, between comedy for children yeah. and comedy for adults. The punchline timing is so different, yeah, which is get... why you watch like children's shows and you're like, how the fuck do kids watch this? Like, why do they think this is funny? And it's because the timing's off. Yeah. Because kids like a certain timing in comparison to what adults like. Yeah. And I guess I just, I hold the standard to like Aladdin and Lion King and everything mm-hmm. where they, they kind of kept it to where adults right. hit that, hit all of the punchlines mm-hmm. as well. Um, and then the kids get more punchlines as they get older, whereas mm-hmm. this one was like, we're downing it. Yeah. So that kids can yep. truly enjoy it. And I was just like, ah, oh, some of those, some of those lines. They ah. Yeah. They don't <laughs> hit like they're supposed to for yeah. us. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that's with everybody, but mostly like Aquafina had the most jokes. So well, like, of course she did. And she's, Tom, the com- and Tom, she's the comedian but... of the, yeah. of the group. I mean, Aquafina's going to get the most jokes out of it. Plus she's the fucking dragon, right? Like exactly. she's going to. She's gonna get the jokes, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. So all like, the kids are gonna, um... all the kids are gonna want to dress up like uh, Raya, but they all love Sisu. I'm not gonna lie. They're gonna uh... want a plushie of Sisu. That's true. Right? I do want a plushie of Sisu. Like, but I also have um, my dragon girls, my peers at mm-hmm. at work that are doing very well. Yeah. And very much like their characters. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Like, Raya's just like, I don't know if I should trust you, Mm -hmm. but like. And Small just sleeps and. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then Cece's over here like, yo, I can climb this fence, and yo, I can climb that fence, Uh and look at this bowl right here. I'm going to move it all over the place. (laughs) I can run on top of rain. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because we don't actually fly. Yeah. The one biggest twist of this whole entire movie, honestly. They're they're Asian dragons. Asian, Asian dragons, dragons fly. They fly like ribbons through the air because they're supposed to look like ribbons. Yeah, I don't think that like Malaysian and Indonesian Maybe dragons not. do that because I know Maybe Chinese not. dragons do that. And and Japan yeah. and the Koreans. But from what I understand, Indonesia and Malaysia has slightly stuff, different stuff. Yeah. Like they because still... they have influences from other parts of uh, yeah, the was... Eurasia. 
It was Malaysia, Continent. Indonesia, Thailand, mm-hmm. and um, a couple other ones. And I'm sorry that I'm not crediting you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just forgot. I'm just going to run through all of the countries in Asia. There was five basic ones that they base okay. all the, the five different sure. countries on. Um, and it might be based off of a specific dragon or whatever. Yeah, I know that originally of. it was supposed to be a dude dragon, mm-hmm. and it was like Chinese dragon. Okay. And they changed it up. So my guess is they were, when they were doing their um, research and everything, they learned about the cult, dragon mm-hmm. culture and based it on that. So, I thought it was cool. I was expecting really cool. them to fly like exactly. a ribbon, like, but they got the swimming like they, a ribbon yeah, instead, yeah, yeah, yeah. which it's is really terrifying cool. because if dragons ex- actually existed and I lived in Indonesia in the time when dragons existed, I would be terrified to touch I the mean, water. I mean, it makes sense because <laughs> the they're on... Pacific Islands, like it would be more based yeah, around that, that they would water, swim more than they would fly. Right? Yeah, that that'd whole be, water culture. That'd be cool. Yeah. But I did not look up. And they're not fish dragons. looking either. They don't have scales, which was they got fur. Fascinating. They had fur. It's cool. Yeah, it's like a, it was really cool. But you wanted to give it a hug. Really big mitts. <laughs> yeah, the, big the, real, the big mitts. Big, big mitts. <laughs> so I call I call them mitts. Mitts. <laughs> But, um, so I think it was more towards the Southeast okay. Pacific cool. stuff. So who else do we have? Isaac Wang played our Captain Boone. Wang. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And I know nothing about him, but he Neither was good. He was, he was, I funny. thought it was a hilarious he's character. Very fast. Very fun character. For, for a child actor, mm-hmm. I was like, wow, you're doing this really fast mm-hmm. for a child actor. Very, 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 very very good delivery. Yeah. Very good delivery. None of it was muddled. None of it was like. Yeah, his diction was yeah. on point. It was, was like, very oh, good. Man, All and right. and solid deliveries of every joke in there too. Yeah, he like, had very the, good. I think the worst scene in the film for me personally is the one where they're coming up with the plan to get into Fang, where they're doing all the. Oh, I thought that was adorable. I um, I thought it was, it was very just cute. too much for me. I guess I yeah. was like, ah, I kind of threw the story off pace a little bit. But... Personally, the one that I dislike the the scene that I dislike the most in this film is when they get to um, what are the purple ones? What are the purple purple people, the old lady, tail kind of, tail. Yeah, I did not like the tail. See, I don't like the baby section at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the baby. I love the baby. I thought the baby was hilarious. The like, baby and the three monkeys are great. Yeah, but, but like, that whole thing that of introducing them. That running sequence is, is, is fun. I enjoyed that part, but I did not enjoy the old lady part. I, Who, the actress? I don't know her name is, but no, she no, no, does, not like, even the, the actress. <laughs> yeah, like, I didn't, dis- I didn't dislike that. I just like, hated how rushed it felt. Yeah. I, I just it's didn't. so fast. Yeah, I didn't like. It just never slowed down in the, in the tail yeah part and i just didn't i didn't like that and then when it did slow down it like didn't really hit well like the drama didn't hit well for me it was I didn't weird really, it was out of place yeah i didn't really feel like that old lady was evil or like her henchmen were really henchmen that i liked you know <laughs> like usually you like henchmen a little bit because they're kind of dumb yeah and like these guys i didn't know anything about them they yeah. didn't talk at all and then the old lady i was like she was nah. too nice for too long, and there wasn't any, like, hints other than the fact that they were like, she's the most ruthless chief we've ever had. I feel that. Yeah. I felt like the baby was cute, but I felt like we should have just kind of gotten rid of that character mm-hmm. and so that we can get more character development from the other from the other ones. Because mm-hmm. there's no character development with her because she's a I baby. I mean, there is. 
There definitely is, especially when we um, acquire our dude from uh, from Spike. Spike. From what? Spike. Is that his name? No, his name is Tong, but he was in Spike. Spike. Yeah. Spine. Yeah. Spine. He's in Spine. Yeah. I was like, Spike? That doesn't sound right. Spine. It didn't sound right. He's in Spine, and yeah. he really helps develop the baby. The baby and the monkeys. Yeah. I just. And the I baby and the monkeys, we get this... more out of them. But they're fun. They're a really fun character. I like the baby and the monkeys. Meh. Yeah. They're I like right. them a lot. I think they were funny. I they're think they were right. cute. I could do it without him. Um. Gemma Chan from also Crazy Rich Asians mm-hmm. um, plays our Namari, mm-hmm. and um, she's also in Star Wars too. I don't remember what character she played. Not she's small, I. small role with our um, undercut. Yeah, sexy undercut. <laughs> yeah. Did everybody in Talon have an undercut, or was it just? It does her? seem that way. It seems like everybody uh, in Talon it, had an undercut. It was a thing. Yeah. It's, it's like just one face. Yeah. It's very sharp. All just, their haircuts wha- had to be yeah, very sharp. Yeah. It was all sharp. like in a point. Yeah. yeah. Everything was pointy. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, I think Mama. I think Mama had an undercut as well. Mama, who's played by Sandra O. Oh, mm-hmm. Sandra O. Oh, I don't Sandra. know. She's known for Sandra. Killing Eve and Grey's Anatomy <laughs> for like ten years. Yeah. Something like that. Good time. But she's a good actress. Yeah. She's good. Uh, she had a very small role. And I couldn't, like, I know San- Sandra mm-hmm. O's voice very well, but, mm-hmm. like, it's like, oh. We went, oh. we glossed over our, our Talon girl really fast there. And I would like to talk about her voice acting because. Our Talon girl? Yeah. The main girl from Talon. Undercut. She's from Fang. Fang. Sorry. Yeah, I was just bounce. I was just bouncing back because they're from the because it's mom and daughter. Right. So yeah, I just playing them back. Her her inflection is impeccable. We loved her in Crazy Rich Asians. Yes, I mean, she's just really good. But um, her delivery is amazing. I, you can hear the emotion. Yeah, like you can hear that her face is what is happening she's so stoic and crazy rich asians mm-hmm. that you didn't like when you see that it's her acting and you're like wait what yeah yeah because it's very emotional in and this she, one she kills it like she killed it, it. any of the times that she's struggling with herself you yeah. can hear it you and can like hear it in her voice see, delivery you could hear like the little the little inflection uh-huh. changes when she's like about to cry yeah. and when uh sisu is like i trust you and you could see like ah yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> hear you the struggle hear in her voice you can hear it like if you closed your eyes you could hear like the yeah. faces she's making i was like man i kind of wish you were in more of the film yeah but if there's Absolutely. like a if there's like a raya and the last dragon like two or a disney plus series or something i love to get her character yeah. development with her as the actress mm-hmm. like because she's just i was just like oh man so good. Because when she's being like tough, you're like, oh yeah, this chick's fucking yeah. tough. And then even when with she's the being, cheesy like, lines. Oh yeah. Because she's like, or I thought you'd be a cat lady by now, like me. And you're just like, it was so cheesy, but yeah. it was also like kind of intimidating. Yeah. I really dig it. You're like, I shouldn't like that line. <laughs> right? But she delivers everything so yeah. well. She really killed it. I was fascinated to see a whole different side of Jimmy Chan. <laughs> so I was like, She's supposed to be stoic, uh-huh, serious, right. like her facial features never even changed in Crazy but, Rich Asians. But now, man. And now here we're like, oh. Yeah. 
Oh. It's really good. <laughs> it's really so, good. I was I was satisfied. So yeah. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. It was so. super, super good. I have I really, really like she stood out the most to me voice acting wise oh really because yeah. i thought tuck tuck was was <laughs> yeah. ideal you're right he oscar took, nomination he took, he took the cake for voice acting yeah Absolutely. like the first time you watch you're like sound effects now, second time every time he talks you're like character design 100 percent. i would tuck, want tuck. a plushie of tuck tuck i do want a plushie of he tuck, is tuck. so fucking cool what I'm a gonna... <laughs> cool character design i think i'm gonna find a pocket tea with Tuck Tuck in it. Mm. I think that's my next goal. Mm-hmm. It was a pocket tea with Tuck Tuck. That's cute. <laughs> He's so cute. He's so cute. And He's he so wasn't cute. supposed to be in the film. And they were like, really? um, we need a way for her to like travel. Dude. And they came up with baby, this idea. Baby Tuck Tuck. I know. Give me some shell. <laughs> in the very beginning of this <laughs> film is so good. I didn't expect him to get so, like, because in the trailer, you only see the rolling thing yeah. and you have yep. no idea what it is. And then he does a little rolling and you don't really put it together at that point. Oh, I fully was like, oh, I, I was too I enthralled in the cuteness. Oh. I didn't even like, I was think like, oh, he's going to be giant. Like yeah. he's going to be big. <laughs> he got so big. Cause we opened this film with her like rolling. Yeah. And she's going to, yeah. The, like, rolling through. And then she's going to tell the story where it goes back in uh-huh. time. And then we, and then we back. see, we see him in, while she's doing her, her break in. Yeah. Of the, of the sanctuary really any anything that has like a buddy cop system of an animal Mm -hmm. and a person i'm all in yeah especially if it's animated because you know the the animated animals are just like so cute he's got like that like but yeah corgi type face he's uh, (laughs) a he's an armadillo and a roly-poly i know yeah it's very good and a hedgehog and a hedgehog Yeah. yeah so cute but yeah, he they they created him because they needed a way to travel. Cool. I was like, oh, there you go. Well, I'm okay so, with that. So, um, who who is the voice actors who we have left? Who do we have? Left um, here? Daniel Day Kim, who plays Chief Binja mm-hmm. or Ba. Ba. Um, which stood out the most to me just because he's the one I immediately yeah, yeah, recognized. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's Daniel a, Day Kim. He's he, got a pretty distinctive he's voice. He's got a very, like, wisdomous, stoic mm-hmm. voice. He had the voice for the dad who was, like, centered and wanted yes. to bring peace to the land. All the wisdom. Yeah. Meditate very, every very day. Very much so. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but yeah, he played Chief Binja. I... I really only know him from guest starring on shows and then Hawaii Five O. Hawaii Five O, dude. Which I watched for a while. I have I don't know how many seasons I missed, but yeah. like I used to watch it all the time because it's just fun to watch. But Book him Dano. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah. Stop calling me Dano. So good. <laughs> but um, yeah, and and then he he left the show, and mm-hmm. I think I stopped then. Because of the controversy with why he and Grace Parker left. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to stop watching that. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but yeah, you can pick out. He, he had such a. So good. He should be in voice. more animated films. He it's really just, should. He's when got he a does very the whole part voice. where he's like explaining what the soup is made of. Yeah. Of just all of the. The, the different things from different and places. The palm sugar. And I uh-huh. really wanted that soup. Oh, dude, it looked real good. Every time we watch an Asian related film, I just want they to eat all the food. They make food look so good. Oh, they make like the food kanji. Look so good. And there's recipes in my meal planner for kanji, and I've just never tried to make it because it t- recipes takes that say they take longer always take way longer More. the first because time I learning. make it. And yeah. so I'm like, I don't have time for that. Yeah. I don't have time for that. And then I'm I watching them and I'm just like, 
Benji. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. But uh, yeah, so Chief Binja, he's like, oh man, I should have said a whole foot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, and then we got our our big guy Benedict Wong, who also is almost in the Holy Trinity because he plays in Doctor Strange and the Marvel Ooh. films. He's the other dude, yes. the other wizard. Yep. Which I totally forgot. Yeah. His name. So he only needs a Star Wars film. Yeah. To book that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and who knows? He might be in one already. We don't know. We don't know. They're really good about keeping those secrets. As long as Tom Holland and Mark Ruffalo aren't involved, we know nothing. Then we will know absolutely nothing. (laughs) We know everything about the new Spider-Man movie. Oh, yeah. We know nothing about the Doctor Strange movie. Uh (laughs) So um, he plays Tong and was lovely. Mm -hmm. Also with the dad jokes. Uh, First thing, question. When we meet Tong and we're in his house... And he's got them tied up. I think it's the lying that got you caught. (laughs) And he's giving off his speech. Yeah. Did it make you think of any other Disney films? Specifically? Because of his character design and where we were? Mulan. Like, he... he, 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 Sure, he kind of looks like a The speech reminded me of, like, when Mushu was, like, talking to the chief, like, as the panda dude. Yeah. And then um, his look made him look like... um, the hun yeah the main hun i me, forgot his name me maggie and skylar all at the same time went i had a dream once oh no <laughs> yes. yes so not physically like appearance wise because i was Close. a giant redhead he's a big dude he's a big dude he's like big and he's got the fur on him yeah. and like he goes down to the squatty legs yes. and everything yes yeah, if you put an eye patch over him and take his hair away yeah, that's good. I didn't I get that one. had a dream once. He had a dream. Had a dream. <laughs> yeah. We don't have enough Tangled. money for that. <laughs> Tangled was immediately what I went to when we first met him. I thought he was going to say it. I thought he was going to That would have been I funny. Had a dream once. Because even Sisu asks him, like, yeah. about, like, his life for a second there. His <laughs> like, hopes and dreams. His hopes and dreams. Yeah. And we were like, oh, That would have been funny. Once. I might have pegged it if it had said that, but physically, oh, gosh. he looks like... It reminded me a lot of that dude from Tangled. That's funny. Yeah, his character design. I was like, I'll just oh, have to go back and like rewatch it from again. Tangled. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so he played Tong. Mm-hmm. I, too, wish to be in this fellowship. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> good. <laughs> And he becomes dad. And he is the dad character. Because he had dad how, jokes before because yeah. he was a dad. But, but that's like, how we learn about a uh, uh, baby's name. <laughs> she has a name. It's on her collar. Why did none of you I'm, look? I'm the ruffian. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that yeah. seems that seems true. He's like, oh, I'm gonna. It's gonna take me two weeks to clean this up. <clears throat> She's like, yeah, you haven't thought of anything you're gonna do yet. Yep. <laughs> Because he's actually a really nice guy, he's and he very, doesn't actually want to nice hurt man. them. <laughs> no, he's a very nice man. He's a family man mm-hmm. from Spine. He's supposed to be rough on the exterior. Yep. But he's soft and gushy on the inside. Yep. He's yep. giant teddy bear. Uh, do, we have a, do we have credits for our monkey and mm. our baby? No. None. I didn't. I Nothing didn't. Nothing for our baby and our monkeys. I mean, I can see really quick. Um, let's see. You mean nobody got credited for going? Uh, yes, they did. It was Ta- Talia Tran is Little Noi. Ah. Um. Anybody for the monkeys? 
Does not look like it. Wow. Does not look wow. like it. But Lucille Sung, mm-hmm. who is the, the chief in tail, mm-hmm. she always plays like either a really good character or a really evil character. Like I've yeah. I've seen her pl- I don't remember where it was from, but I've seen her play as like the Yakuza leader and oh, I'm just yeah. like she's terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> man. Old ladies can be scary. I know. Old ladies can be scary. Scary, scary. Um but let me see. I don't think so. Everything else just lists as right. additional voices. Well, there you go. But Little Noi is on here. But those are all of our main people, too. Well, we have Sandra O, oh, which we didn't really go over, but she played Chief Verana. Oh, yes, but yes, yes, The yes. mom. Yes. Evil. Evil mama. But not evil. Just wants to protect her country. Afraid uh, everybody will blame her. Kind of a fascist. A little bit. Kind of a fascist. A little bit, but she's not like evil, evil. No. She's just like. She comes around at the end, but definitely is still a fascist. Yeah, needs the power, but also. We have to take the dragon. Manipulative. Because then people will love us if we steal the dragon. Yeah, I'm like, I don't. I don't think think so, bud. It goes from hate to love. Honestly, all of this is your fault. Yeah, and she knows that part. She just thinks that if they have the dragon and the gym, that they'll like, love her. But she does say that like everybody like... blames us, and I'm like, rightly so. Yeah, like you taught your child how to be a sleeper agent in order to steal the gym for whatever reason. That's a rough childhood. Then. Yeah, right. Like you're bad mom. Bad mom. Zero out of ten. Do not recommend her as mom. Ouch. Like <laughs> bad mom. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, that sucks. So, do you want to move on to directing slash writing? Since yeah. there's a lot to talk about there. Yeah, you go ahead and start um, us off. I, I did not know that he that Don Hall also directed Big Hero Six, which I can kind of really? I can feel I can it. See. I can feel it. Yeah, especially with like the tuk tuk stuff, mm-hmm. the taking care of absolutely. Everything. Yeah. Um, I don't really have a lot to say. It follows a pretty direct line on its storyboarding yeah as for this movie directing and writing it's just you know they got together they they came they were like these movies inspire us let's Mm -hmm. just take those scenes and put them in chronological order order. yeah i i I do love the idea of going from one country to the next to collect the things and collecting people along the way and which is why i was like this is very much a a tv show right for sure right like one season Per yeah, a country, min- right? Right. Like, yeah, if they really wanted to like make it a continuation and not mm-hmm. like a mini series like mm-hmm. WandaVision, if they did like one season per country, yeah, that would still be cool. More like Avatar. It'd take five ever to get there. Yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> More like Avatar was one one book per yeah per place per element. And you got senses of the Avatar in there and everything. Oh, yeah. You're just like. Absolutely. I mean, that's cool, but like... But yeah, the directing the of this... The Last Airbender, not James Cameron's. The, I can see the Big Hero 6 in this, for mm-hmm. sure. I can see the influences of Big Hero 6. Yeah. Absolutely. Which is one of my favorites. I love I don't think Big Hero Big 6, Hero 6. It's so gets under- enough love. It's underrated because it came out the same year as the first Frozen movie. Yeah. And so and you're just I don't, like, Whoa. I don't think it gets nearly enough love. I know Skylar loves Big Hero 6 because a white passing blonde girl who is Hispanic is in it. And I love that. And I love that there's a lot of diversity in it. I love the setting of Big Hero 6 and like this new san francisco type setting it's really cool 
And I can see that those influences, I can see that wanting it to be a cool setting and wanting to have certain shots of things that repeat in order to make you feel home or make it feel dangerous or all these types of things. So I can see where he was going with that. And I really do enjoy that. You never get lost in this movie either. Yeah. The storyboard is really good. You know where you are. You know where you're going. You know who your characters are. You know who's bad. You know who's good. Like, you, you're never lost in this movie. And I think he does a great job of doing that. Um, yeah. Uh, he he just I, doesn't I, have a whole lot of credits, honestly. And I love the settings that he sets. I love I love the um, the way he sets up all of our stuff and the way we transition from one place to the other and and all that kind of stuff. I think the directing of this film is is altogether very good. Is it like groundbreaking? Is it amazing and like is blowing my mind on how good it is? No. Do directors usually not get it's enough credit these, anyways? Yes. These people are like new to directing mm-hmm. feature films yeah. in general. But like, I I think it's a I think it's a very well directed where um we were talking about in Zombieland in Zombieland where you get lost in the setting kind of and you're not sure what's happening and you're kind of confused as an audience member for a little bit in there I think that this directing is much better at keeping you inside yeah, of the film like, and keeping it talent. moving <laughs> yeah right like but still even then it's still so the settings different change, because it's, the, they the people change it the cultures change yeah like and and they don't like just drop it on you like that right like you slowly dip your toes in as you're following your characters and then you're immersed inside of it yeah right these people so, are pretty new to the directing atmosphere like, like tail when we end up at tail, we have this beautiful transition into the city that's on top of the water and them talking about it and how that's smart and all this kind of stuff. And when we, when we go to Fang, Fang, we get this beautiful shot of the forest surrounding Fang, surrounded by this lake where the main city is inside of it. And we get to see where they walk up and how they got there and who lives there and how it works. And we get all of this stuff just from visually it being fed to us, not just being force-fed this stuff and i think that's a really smart directing style and i think it, it worked really well in their favor okay. but especially the pacing of this movie is very good our female writer from crazy rich asians is on this nice thank god heck yeah she didn't get paid enough crazy rich asians so she and one other were credited for the actual screenplay but okay then there's like 10 people that were credited for the story who which all includes, helped work on this story which, yeah which includes the writers and the directors and a couple other people okay but everybody's kind of new to the feature film i feel like that's they, awesome no it's I great i feel like disney was like you know what it's pandemic come mm-hmm. up with something pitch it let's see let's where fucking it goes do it. let's do something and they got it they got a. that's awesome they got a that's hit. really cool we did another movie that that did that where it was like let's pitch it see what yes. happens uh-huh and it totally rocked the world and mm-hmm. i don't remember which one it was neither do i well but, i mean screamed at that but. right but they were given a they were given an idea and they're like yeah. Go. It was like Titanic where James Cameron was like, Romeo and Juliet, 
on the Titanic, well, and yeah. that was his pitch. Yeah. Or Avatar, where he <laughs> Avatar. was like, dances with wolves <laughs> in space. Heck yeah. Yeah. Everybody is there. Because we all know that James Cameron only did Titanic so that he could go on his multi-billion dollar submarine I mean, to go see the Titanic. I would also do that. Oh, 100%. <laughs> if I could get away with doing that and writing it off as a business expenditure, yeah, for sure. I'd be like, fuck yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's like it's like a quarter of a million my, dollars to do it now. Would kill me when she hears this about talking about the Titanic that way because she loves the Titanic. Fucking loves the Titanic. Okay, I like the Titanic, and but I also recognize listen, that James Cameron was like, "I got to make a movie just so I can see." If I'm the being a hundred percent honest, and my sister knows this, my favorite part of the Titanic is when the boat is sinking, and the dude falls off and hits the propeller <laughs> on the way down. I know that scene so vividly. <laughs> that's, that's my favorite part of the whole movie. <laughs> you just see Leo's face just the like, best part. oh shit. I can go through the entire like fucking three hour saga of this movie just to get to that point where the dude tinks off of the back propeller. It's like the goriest thing of 1998. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But yeah, and that's, I mean, that's it's one directing style and it's one way to write a film and these people clearly did not do that and they came out with a very good film. Like yeah. I said, is it going to like, is this going to be one of my favorite Disney films? Probably not. Of all time, no. Probably not. It's did it hit me though. as hard as Moana hit me? No, Oof. not at all. Do I still think it's really good and I would watch it again? Or recommend it to somebody? Or recommend it to somebody? Yes. Yes. I named two dogs after it. Yeah, already. <laughs> already. Yeah, super good. The voice acting is great. The story is great. The pacing is awesome. The idea pacing is, is ideal. fantastic. Um, the o- I think the only thing that really messed them up is having so many writers. Yeah. I really I, I really think there think... is so much deep lore Yes. And like good, like meaty stuff in this story that didn't get to be played out because I like, honestly, I feel like this is, is an example of running before you walk. Like they made a, a, a world and characters that are so awesome and cool, but they didn't have enough time to develop them and I put all that lore was in. so enthused with the lore and everything. And yeah. I was wanting more and more mm-hmm. and more. And when like, I saw I the dragon, more, I was like, oh. I want more about the dragon siblings. Yes. They didn't even have them. lines. <laughs> right. I want to know more about them. I want to know more about each of the cities. I want to know about the hopes and dreams of our characters. Like I am invested in these characters. And unfortunately, because of the, the pacing that it had to, follow in order to fit everything in we didn't get that so So really their only mistake is not making this into a tv series absolutely because like fucking kudos to the directors and writers for making something that is that i am that invested in in an hour and 40 minutes that i'm like i would like more of this please and this is like the only movie other than into the spider-verse where we're like multiple writers still comes out with this much Mm -hmm, goodness mm -hmm. because it feels like, does it feel watered down to you? Yes. Like, I it really felt like down. there's so much more that they could do. Yeah. And But I feel like they were like, we need to rush this because we need to get the representation of the Southeast mm-hmm. Asian thing. And I'm like, but if you had a whole series, like, you, if you could. took an extra you year, could fit all of it in. we could get all the lore yeah. and all the recipes, please. Right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So I think writers and the directing, kudos to you guys for making 
this amazing, amazing world. Yeah. I would is... like to see more of it. That's my only critique is that there's not enough, which is a pretty good critique. <laughs> right. Like. There's just not enough. There's just not enough. Give me more. You didn't have enough time to do all the things that I wanted you to do. Yeah. And this is actually the first one that John Lasseter didn't touch at all. An animated film. Interesting. No touching at all. Just left it up there. So. Hmm. Well, he's gone. Like, they, they were like. Yeah. Bye bye. You're not a good person. Yeah. But this is the first one, so he, they've been in production That's with so a bunch. So weird of... to think about. Yeah, because he's gone he a didn't long even have time ago. Money in there. Yeah. Because usually, even if usually they're, even if they're bad, producing. if they're bad people, they'll still let them throw some money yeah. in the pot. But and this has been in production wow. for a while. Not touched it. Interesting. And look at that. Didn't need him. How about didn't that? You can him. make really good stuff, and you don't need bad people. Oh no. Oh, who'd have thunk? Do you think that our podcast just broke the world? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Did you see the meme that came out about eating one billionaire and everybody would fall in line after that? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, huh. Huh. Not going to eat people, but, listen, but human sacrifice. Eat the rich. That's all I'm saying. Eat the rich. Eat the rich. Eat the rich. Not if I get rich, though, because I plan on being a philanthropist mm-hmm. if I get rich. So There you go. Like, listen, even there's than only Watson. a certain amount of money that you need exactly. to be rich. Like, I feel like... Like, to be living a crazy lifestyle is only, like, we're still in the millions. There's no reason to be a billionaire. No. No reason at all. No reason. You can live a crazy fucking life and just With be a, in the millions. Yeah, just be... Do you, okay, so my boss plays, like, TMZ in the background when we're doing, like, office work and stuff just because mm-hmm. it's a free channel. Mm-hmm. And evidently the Kardashians complained about having to be homeless for, like, a day. And I'm like, dude, you could buy a hotel with, like, a penny on the dollar. To be for, homeless Yeah, because evidently they're both building houses or whatever next to each other. And they couldn't get in there. And I was like... I'm sorry. Did you just complain? They're they're like of course they're they like did. a billion dollar looking of, houses. Of course they fucking did. Miranda. I know. I was like, of course they did. Uh, and I'm thinking if people I... like watching those people because they're that fucking stupid. Stupid. That's why people like, like watching it. It's like, bro. Okay. But anyway, if I had, you know, if I were a millionaire, build me myself like a four bedroom house on property. Yeah. And then I'd put the rest to like. And I'd want it all with like nice shit. Like I yeah, want nice floors. Like it'd be I want nicely the good stuff. done, made yeah. out of like oak and yeah. stuff like that. I want the but good shit on property. Mm-hmm. Some horses, like, yeah. and then I'd put it into. Th- I'd put it into the world. You know. Yeah. Actually, put it into the world. Like invest in like. Yes. The small businesses and things for and people. Starting and starting my own business and hiring and like charities a caretaker and all on the sorts grounds of stuff. and yeah. stuff like that. Like Absolutely. putting it into people. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. It doesn't seem that hard. No. It doesn't it, seem hard at all. You wouldn't think so. Man. You wouldn't think so. People with money just have so many problems. They just like putting them in offshore accounts where they can't be <laughs> used in order to bolster the United States economic yeah. system. They just buy islands yeah. and that's it. They put it in the fucking south american banks so we can't touch it (laughs) absolutely that's pretty much it so moving back on to our movie um i kind of talked about the cinematography a little bit yeah which cinematography is hard to talk about with animated films because there's not actually cameras but there is cinematography to it there is storytelling in the cinematography and this is a beautiful film it's so it's pretty. so pretty. It's so it is pretty. so pretty. The colors are gorgeous. The colors that they pick, even the drone, you're like, 
that's that's a pretty fucking cool looking thing which actually now that i'm looking at it makes complete sense that it's so pretty because the dude is a visual effects artist the well, the cinematographer there you go um he did um he did armageddon and transformers and stuff and did visual effects so you're just like Run, listen, like Armageddon was like movies, turn of the century both visual of those movies, effects. Not good plots. I freaking love Armageddon. Armageddon's <laughs> great, but it's a fucking stupid idea. It's so bad. And it's got so many big name actors in it that it makes up for it. It's so bad, but, but I love visually, it. Visually, it was gorgeous. turn of the century. Transformers visually, beautiful. And this movie, I can see that. It is gorgeous. I love he also did Big Hero 6. I love... There you go. There I love pretty there much it is. every shot in this movie. It's so pretty. And like I mean, the a fight still, sequences and stuff. Yeah. You're just like, A still Whoa. of each of these is great. The the fight when they're in spine and she like comes out. Oh, and yeah. Poof, and then the fog. The fog goes and up. Just, and she's just standing the there and everything. And the colors are all shimmering. Oh, and, and even the fight sequence when they're fighting each other and the way that the camera's moving in like this rounded track type scenario. But it always ends up on Raya's face. Yeah. Great. Every time she gets knocked a into great, the <laughs> A great way of doing an action sequence. For sure. And... um. The side shot in that first shot where we're like looking through a rock at her riding through the desert as she's narrating over the top of it. What a great it's choice. Very Mad Max. What a great choice, though. Right. So good. Like looked beautiful. Looks stunning. The water in this movie. God, I love the that water in this movie. That was breathtaking. I love the water in this movie. It's so pretty. And even when it's not supposed to be like super pretty water, like when we first meet our captain... And they're in like the green Captain Moon. They're in the green kind of you know, jungly type muddy water. Even that water looks. You're like I don't stunning. really want to go in there because of all the weed things, and I know how that actually looks in uh-huh. real life. But like here, but it's still, very pretty. It makes you want to go. Because <laughs> like, and then it shows the shot of Sisu swimming through that water, and it's like beautiful and gorgeous, and um, the shots. Like, every shot in this thing, if you took a still of it, it was pretty. Like, yeah. this cinematographer clearly takes pride in And the in main editors, too, because way. they worked on Zootopia and Tangled and Bolt and Brother Bear wow. and Ralph Breaks the Internet. So There you go. They, they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. And the editing in this is, is great. Yeah. I mean, they, you know, what they can you say about the editing in this? And you know they worked together to figure out what this? the best shot was. And yeah. And you're just like... Ah, and like the cutaways know. and the pacing with the editing and all that kind of, I mean, rock solid. Absolutely rock solid. Yeah. Like, it is a gorgeous movie. And like, on that, I do have actually like a costuming note. Oh, yeah. Because I did notice that um, Raya and Namari's, um, or I mean, Namari's costumes were sharp edges and like it goes directly with her personality. Very yeah. sharp edge. And then yep. Raya has all soft, soft stuff. stuff. And yeah. so is so is uh, Sisu. Very, very soft. Naturistic <laughs> yeah. type stuff. And, you know, they're, they're just like, how do we create this? Mm-hmm. And, all this he's yeah. just like how does it appeal to their personalities and you're like how do people think about the fact that costuming 
is supposed to represent their personality. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's like char- how do people know character, this stuff? Character design yes. in the animated stuff is so amazing because each one of those characters, you can feel where they came from and you can feel why they look the way that they look. Yeah. And I also it, really it, did like uh, Raya's, awesome. Raya's look. Yo, Raya's braid, her middle <laughs> braid, I'm going to learn how to do that shit. You are gonna learn how to. Do, you're gonna look like a that Viking, looks, though. You're not gonna. Looks, you're not gonna look hell like. Yeah. Bring it on. Bring <laughs> it on. I'm just letting you know you're way too white oh, yeah, to yeah, look like. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. But that's a dope ass braid. It like, was pretty cool. The half pony middle braid thing, like that's dope as hell. It's pretty good. All of the characters in this have really cool character design, and and it even it brings more of that where it's like I want to know more. Right? Because they've built these beautiful costumes, these beautiful settings, these awesome characters, and it's like I want more. Um, the 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 sanctuary. Anytime they were inside of the sanctuary, I was like, this is fucking beautiful. I was like, this is amazing. Every shot, the low shots of the stuff and the certain ways that they did the cuts for when they went from like a low shot to a high shot, it felt like you were moving into that shot even though it was a jump cut it, it felt, felt like a kind of like you swung up there yeah. it was really good and on zip lines over here <laughs> and the lighting that they decided to do from a single point at the top of the sanctuary just kind of like glazing over shadows, everything still see everything oh, You're just like, dude oh my God. really good oh my God. really good the visual mm-hmm. effects and the cinematography for this is, is breathtaking like it's one of those things that you would put on to show off your new 5k OLED TV. Like, you know how it's always like fish swimming? Like if you put this shit on and somebody was watching it, they'd be like, holy fuck. Like, like when I watched Mulan for the first time, when we bought our new Sony, mind blown by the colors, just crazy good cinematography and color choices. Right. In Mulan. Yeah. So good. They did it again with this only in an animated film. Like, they they made it where it's like, you put that shit on, people are like, holy fuck, that looks really fucking good. It did look really fucking good. Like, you can see mm-hmm. every single hair on Sisu when they, like, close up on her. And you can see yeah, it all and, twinkling and, and, and Raya, and she gets the mangled yeah. mane, and you're just so like, good. wow, okay. It's okay. so good. Yeah, and so. And Namari is always perfect, no matter what, because there's not enough. Props to our editing and our... Our effects in this thing is really, really good. Yeah. Sound and music. Mr. James Newton Howard. He yep. did the Batman trilogy with yes, Christian did. Bale. Yep. So, um, and I think he also did I Am Legend, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. That sounds right. Um, so we're we're in here with the intensity. Dude. And always Dude. intense. The sound, the music choices in this thing, because it doesn't have music. It's not a musical. Nope. This is not a musical. Which makes it feel like it should be a Pixar film, because it's not mm-hmm. a musical. Is just, yeah. It's like, it's got an intensity to it. He did ER. Thing. I had no idea that he was a composer for 277 episodes of Fucking ER. wild, dude. Interesting. TV, TV composing is like a whole nother that is insane. barrel of fish that's insane. Uh-uh. I learned how that worked on yeah. watching Forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> I was just like, dude, it's crazy. Yeah, I was it's like, the wild. timing, interesting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this the soundtrack to this thing is always just so intense. And then the the fun the fun stuff in this genuinely makes you like relax. Like when they're on the boat and they're like goofing off and things are going crazy and they're laughing with each other, it 
makes you relax even though you know like the world is going to shit around them and then the the one that sticks out to me the most is when they're going down the river and all of the droon are like in the trees yeah that was scary like doing all that stuff yeah and he's like they're more active at night and you can hear this like sound design of you hearing the screeching from them and it matches with like this high pitch out of the violins as it's playing over the top of it oh so good I was like, that was a tense moment. Yeah, super, super cool. And then when all of the water drains out of everything, like, yeah, just so intense. And then you get the you get the very Lion King-esque sound whenever all the dragons come back. Okay, thank you, because I was like, man, that really does sound like Lion King. But I'm not a sound, like, I love soundtracks, mm-hmm. but I'm not a soundtrack, like, connoisseur. So like, <laughs> connoisseur. Yeah, I was kind of like, oh. Man, it sounds like Lion King. Like yeah. I'm getting those it's, vibes. It's supposed to, right? It feels like the ending of Lion King. All the animals, and then you hear, and they're all, Ugh. yeah. Like it's, <laughs> it feels that way. It feels like this big, intense, crazy moment when that happens, and then everything softens back down when we go and we see Ba cleaning up everything before he sees uh, Raya, and like everything calms down. And you get this great just smoothing out of all of the the sounds when he sees her and then you get this whole uplift again when everybody comes walking out of the forest and she's like we did it we fucking made communism dad this is great like it's uh the sound the sound and the music in this thing is great it's hilarious to me that the dragons never roar but maybe, maybe that's don't. not a thing. Maybe that's not a thing. I want to know more. I want Give to know more. Give me a series. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, but I yes, that's what I want. Sound and, sound and music is it definitely like made a huge impact on this movie. And I think yeah. they did a great job. The The sound that the the Droon make is that was genuinely mm, uncomfortable. Mm, yeah. And I love that so much. Like, they developed a monster that was faceless and terrifying. Just turning just everything into stone. You. Yeah. And everything. Just steals your soul. Yeah. Just genuinely terrifying. A faceless parasite on the Basically world. having no motive. Yeah. Just like, we just want, we just want all the happiness. Just yeah. Crazy. What we feed off of. And the sound that they decided to go, that screeching. Yeah. Like, they always go with that with nails the good on a villains. chalkboard type feeling. Yeah, I'm not yeah. about it. Really, no, really good. You. Really good. I loved it so much. <laughs> I thought that was so good. Okay, um, you want to move on to talking about plot and plot things that we liked? I mean, we've kind of talked about it through this. We whole always kind of talk about it before um, we get here. Yeah, but... for sure. But is there any like plot holes that you saw or any it's fun trivia too, that we haven't gone over? Too. Or? child movie it's too kid like movie to have plot holes because there wasn't sure. enough plot there's there's yeah. one I mean plot. they go they get the they get the jewels yeah. they put them together yeah it's not a it's not a save the cat screenwriting mm-hmm. type thing we learned that so, found family is always the best yeah the family um mm-hmm. uh, i did actually write in my notes what um the inspi- aspiring countries are so Ooh. i found that it's thailand vietnam cambodia myanmar Myanmar. Yep. Myanmar, Malaysia, Indonesia, the Philippines, and Laos. Well, there you go. So. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. That's so I'm super like, cool. It just really makes me want to go to Asia even more. Yep. And my, my friend who lives in Alaska, she 
backpacked through Vietnam in like 10 days. And oh, she was that's like, cool. it was the coolest thing ever. That's really and I cool. Was like, oh, I'm so jealous. Yeah. She does all those things. She retired at like 45 or something. Sure. And was like, I'm just going to go do all these adventurous things. And she just bike backpacks and bikes. She through went to Hawaii countries. like a couple months that's ago. That's fucking dope, dude. And I was like, I'm so jealous. Yeah, that's dope I'm as so hell. jealous. Yeah. So. I, yeah, like I said, I think it's funny that this, uh, I, it feels watered down to me, this plot. That, that's that's literally been watered. our only complaint is that we just needed more. I just, just needed more. me I, I didn't, a TV series. I didn't like the fact that it was, one, so easy to get all of the, the jewel parts. Yeah, it's, it's truly not a save the cat screenplay it, 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 rule yeah. book, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, um. I don't know, the, the twists and the turns and the stuff. I mean, when Sisu gets shot, I'm like, oh, she's going to come back. I mean, they actually debated not bringing her back. And then they were like, okay, but it's a Disney movie. Yeah, it's we a kinda... Disney movie. She's going to come back. What the yeah, fuck are you gotta... talking about? They tried she's to go dark, back. and they couldn't. Um, <laughs> it was too much of a the, child movie. What was hilarious is um, we were actually we were watching it, and um, when Raya and um, oh, I just lost her name. Namari. Namari are having their whole fight, and Namari's like, "Well, you're just as much to blame for this as I am for Cece very being dead." Star Wars: Revenge of the Sith. Uh-huh. And <laughs> Skyler was like, "Yeah, she totally is. She wouldn't have shot it if she wouldn't have done the thing." And I was like, "Um, everybody who knows crossbow and gun safety knows that her finger shouldn't have been on the fucking trigger in the first place." I'm and sorry. And she was pulling it. Yeah, I'm sorry. She There's a point where she's it. pulling that motherfucking trigger. Like, her finger's coming down on that trigger. I'm sorry, Namari. You fucking suck. It's, it's that, like 80% your fault. It's absolutely like 80% her fault. Like, I, I see where you're coming from. Where like Raya had absolutely every... Like, if she was a trained warrior looking at somebody fucking pulling a trigger on a crossbow... She had There's every no other right choice. to try and stop you from pulling that yeah. trigger. You, if you put your hand on the trigger, you're pulling it. If you're it. pointing like, at something and your finger's on the trigger, you intend to kill it. Yeah. Like, sorry. That's, that's the rules. And if you ever go into court and be like, well, I wasn't going to shoot him. And that person tells you his finger Fingers was on, on the, the trigger, trigger. Everybody knows your plan was yeah. to shoot them. <laughs> yeah. So, like, out of plot-wise for me, like, that was the one part where I was like, fuck you. This is this could have been a learning moment for the children. <laughs> well, and this would have never have happened if you wouldn't have been a sleeper agent trying to steal the jewel in the first place. Number two, your finger was on the goddamn trigger the whole time, which means you were trying to kill the last dragon. Like, that's what is wrong up, with you? That is messed up. And then you were shocked that all the water went away when the water dragon died. Like, no shit, Sherlock. Like, the fuck is going on here? That got to me. And the other thing that got to me that I thought was funny was when they go back to Harp and they're in the sanctuary and Sisu's like, oh, look, my siblings. And Raya's like, oh, wow, I never knew they were here. And they're literally like four feet away from the jewel. Thank you. I'm okay. like, what were you doing your entire life? Yeah, I was life? watching that scene. I was like, okay, first of all, you were a child. Ex- I, you look like you've got an exploratory curiosity uh-huh. gene. And you never How do you not walked know? around the sanctuary. Yeah. Like you never took like okay. a couple of steps around okay. there and saw a giant dragon statue. Like, and like, it's not like Sisu like moves stuff out of the way. She's like, she just just like walked up and they're like, they're right here. The only thing I can think of is like, that was the first time she was allowed in the sanctuary Mm -hmm. because she was got to pass her test. And that's the only time. And that's the only reason I can think of. Absolutely not. She would have been in that sanctuary all the time. I don't know. Like she trained in there 
all the time because that's what her dad says. She, he does say yeah. it? Yeah. I couldn't remember if he was like, if it was just because of the test Mm-mm. or... No. Like, they ran those tests all the time. So, like, there's no way that she didn't know those dragons were in there. Also, the other thing that I don't, that I'm, like, confused is we get the names of, like... The dragons? The four main other dragons. But there are, like, 3,000 of them at the end of this film. That's true. And she never mentions it. Sisu's never like, oh, yeah, and the other 1,800 dragons that were around who got fucked up. Well, she says we were the last ones left, and so we decided to put the magic together. Right. They did approach it. It implies that there's, like, ten like no, they tell the story in the beginning and like they only show the five and then we don't ever get a like hint that there's more than those ones until Namari is riding through the like bunch of them yeah. in the middle of a field and she like salutes them. Yeah. Um, I think that's the point though. Cause like that's how history works. I guess so. And then they all fucking show up at the end. There's like yeah. a thousand of them. And, like, what is, we know the magic of, like, your siblings, but, like, is every single one of them's got unique magic? Like, what the fuck is going on in this world? I don't know, man. Like. I don't know, but that's how history works, you know? I'm the the snot dragon. I control snot. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) Like, with that many dragons, somebody's getting the the shit into the stick there. Maybe it's not unique, unique. It's just like you only get one power. Yeah, and I guess they share them all amongst each other. Yeah, that's kind of what I... That's kind of the question I had. I was like, okay, so if the dragons are all here, do they all share the powers together? And one's just like... It's like airbending. Like yeah, the, the avatar can bend all of them, but he has to learn the ones How he to doesn't. Do it. He's yeah. not born with and everything. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, maybe maybe I don't know. Because at the end, it. they're all running on the on the the yeah. water, and they all know reincarnation magic, which makes me wonder, like, why didn't you guys just do the reincarnation on the the stone? dragons and maybe they couldn't because it's magic versus magic maybe there's something they couldn't do maybe and also that doesn't defeat the the problem like you just keep bringing them back to die like you gotta solve the problem here yeah but at least it would be like a battle of attrition (laughs) right you know like like, who can whose magic will outlast the other one somebody who can reincarnate themselves or somebody who never die yes those drone don't but apparently all it takes to take out the drone is just trust and love you just trust and love each other and dream I'm gone. doomed then. Gone. I'm doomed. <laughs> like, you have one set of married dragons. Droon, gone. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's all I'm saying. I'm a, that's messed up. Yeah. That's but it's a, it's a children's movie, so, like, I shouldn't be poking this many holes in it. I think that's kind of the point. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, I had questions, but, like, they weren't plot holes. They're no. just kind of, like questions about uh-huh. the, the mythology that could have been explained could have in a been Disney Plus but series. It got, yeah, but it got watered down. I think that's what this ultimately boils down to us saying is we would have loved to seen this mystical land, beautiful characters and beautiful like scenery and, and more plot food. and more food. More food. If we would have <laughs> seen this as a series instead of as a movie. And I think I agree. I like this movie. I will watch this movie again. 
I would probably enjoy it more if it was a series. Like if they announced like a sequel series or something. I think I would have liked it more if it was just a series. No, I know, but now the they can't do that. Right. So now, right, but yeah. if they were to like announce a series, I'd mm-hmm. be like, yeah, I'd watch that. I'd be down with watching it. If it's the same actors. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. So I think that's our closing thoughts, too. I think that's it's definitely my closing. Thought. Yeah, is we would like to see this as a series. So let us know what you guys think. If you think this would have been better as a series, if you think we're fucking nuts and that this is the perfect Disney movie that's ever been Disney, let us know. You can tell us on any of our socials on Instagram. We are two thoughts podcasts on Facebook. We are two thoughts for a penny podcast. And on Twitter, we are two thoughts pod. You can go to any one of those, leave us a message, send us a meme, tell us what you guys want us to do next, tell us that we're crazy and this is a perfect movie, or that you think, yeah, definitely should have been a series. Tell us what you think about Disney's whole premiere thing and how it should probably go away and it's an awful idea. Whatever you guys want to tell us. We just love hearing from you guys. So if you are listening to this on iTunes, give us five stars. Leave us a review. It really does help us. Uh, It moves us up in certain lists so people can see us, so we can have more people listen. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow. That way you know when the next ones are coming out. It's every Tuesday, in case you're wondering. And if you're listening on any other podcasting platform, if it allows you to do something, do it. That's great. It, it really does help us out. But the best thing that you could do is word of mouth. Share us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, tweet at somebody, whatever. Tell a friend, tell your mom, tell your grandma, whatever, that you listen to this podcast with two people who just talk about movies. And it's really chill because word of mouth is the fastest way for us to get more listeners. And if we get more listeners, we can do this more often because we love doing it and hopefully you love listening to it. But until next time, we will catch you on Two Thoughts for a Penny.